This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Up Wiggins. Switch. Now he's got pool. Under two minutes to go. The shake. Welcome on in to BetQL Daily on this Wednesday. Strowski and Nick Ashu with you for the next three hours. And we're going to be joined by Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. Get his thoughts and everything that happened with the draft. And it's the, always, always the NFL. It's nonstop. We uh, got some word this morning on the international games that uh, people can complain about when those are played on random <laughs> Sunday mornings. I'll be one of those people. Make sure you get your fantasy lineups and all your bets in uh, early on those days. Brad Spielberger here at 1020. Eastern time and Ian McDonald futures better 11 a.m. Eastern time. People love, love it when we get Ian on the show and he's got a lot of bets for you guys, the BetQL daily listeners that he wants to share. Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth out today. Uh, Nick, it was, uh, it was quite eventful and we certainly have to begin with the second NBA game of the night. Memphis covers Memphis wins one, one series now. 106, 101. That goes uh, pr- well under the total, pretty much cruised under 227 in the hook. And there, there's a lot of bullet points to get to with this game a lot on and off the court. But let's talk about the basketball first. Initial thought is the Warriors are so bad. How did they keep that within five? <laughs> I, let me tell you something, man. John ja Morant is absolutely incredible and single-handedly carried the Grizzlies to this win. He is Mm -hmm. must-watch TV. He is an absolutely incredible talent. He does things in the air like he's a gymnast. Like that one layup he had where he went to the basket and kind of he went up, ducked down, ducked back. Like he just makes these extra moves that physically most human beings can't do. But the big thing for the Warriors here is if you can't stop John Morant, you're actually going to be in trouble in this series. I'll be honest. I-, I went into this thinking that Golden State would win in five, maybe six, if Memphis was really lucky and you know able to, going into the series, like I said, steal a game on the road. Well, they did steal a game on the road. So now it starts to feel, or I'm sorry, the, the Warriors stealing that game on the road. So Grizzlies have to go back and steal a game on the road you know, at some point down the way. But this just now has the feeling of what once was going to be a Golden State Warriors relatively easy series win. The Memphis Grizzlies aren't scared of anybody. They're immensely talented. They're well-coached. They're physical. Both these teams are pissed off at each other, which is going to make the rest of the series even more fun to watch. As long as it doesn't get out of control, man, if you're Golden State, you only put up 101 points in this game. 
you got to do better. You have to do more. This is a team that prides themselves on their ability to stretch the floor, score from anywhere, put up big numbers offensively, and they just did not do it in game two. 37, 8, and 8. And if you're a Memphis backer, you're just thrilled with what Ja was able to do, and you're saying, you know what? We got a game against Golden State. We got a game. We split. We're, we're fine with that. It's not the ideal scenario with a 1-1 split going to Golden State. But we got nothing, nothing from anybody else. Like Bain was a big story that he didn't even hit double digits after mm -hmm. just being deadly from the outside in the Minnesota series, and he gave him five points. And you won the game where Brooks wasn't available. Like, people have strong opinions on what Brooks is, and he can be frustrating to watch at times, but he was not available for this contest for them outside of the first few minutes in the game. So you can make that case. I wonder what your comment about they need to stop Ja or they can't just let him get whatever he wants. And he's doing that right now. Remember, was it like a week ago when we're like, what's going on with Ja? This is, uh, he's not playing great ball right now. And he wasn't. That was not uh -uh, untrue uh -uh. at the time. But uh, he's awake now and <laughs> he's just dominating games. He is, you could make the argument that he's playing better than anybody else left in the NBA playoffs. But I just, it was a five-point game. They won by five-point home win. Okay, it was good for them. They needed that to stay in the series because if you go down 2-0 and you're going to Golden State, it's probably over. But they couldn't hit a shot from the outside, and it was still a five-point game. If I'm a Warriors fan, I look at everything that happened last night. I'm like, you know what? We couldn't hit it. What, they shoot 17% from outside? 18.4%. That is an astonishing number for a team that's right. changed the evolution of basketball with the way that they've built their team. They they shoot 25%. They win that game on the road, and the series is, yeah. is close to over. That That's how I would look at it if I'm Golden State, but there's a whole lot of other drama in, involving this one. So the Dylan Brooks in, ejection from the start and the injury with Gary Payton Jr., a fractured elbow. I mean, they're ticked off. Steve Kerr, during the game, after the game, he broke the code, was not backing down for a second, and I don't blame him at all. Uh, Draymond had to leave to go get stitches after catching an elbow from Tillman, giving the middle finger to the crowd. I mean, this <laughs> are we back in the 90s, Nick? Like, what's going on here? Uh, that, it, that's it how feels it felt. that way. Yeah. I was saying on the Daily Tip this morning, I was like, this feels like we're watching the bad boy Pistons again. And uh, yeah. there, there's pros and cons to, right? Like people like, oh, the NBA has gotten too soft and guys just like each other. And they go out to mm -hmm. dinner before games where well, you're not getting that in this at all. And this is the birth of what could be potentially a good rivalry moving down the road in the NBA. And the NBA lacks rivalries. One of the big things the NBA has missed over the last few years with all of this uh, player movement and guys jumping from team to team, it's felt like college basketball in a sense where you're just missing the rivalries. You're missing the consistency of teams playing each other year in and year out and it getting heated like this. The one thing that I don't want is that this turns into one of those series where it's a football game on the court. I, I just, I don't want this to be a constant guys going out, knocking each other on their ass, and then it becomes a constant fight and it's too physical and people are getting hurt. Like you said, Gary Payton Jr. And then the big swollen eye from Draymond Green and not to mention uh, John Morant couldn't see out of his eye in the fourth quarter, he said, and still put up 18 points and 15 straight. Mm -hmm. Like, that was an incredible performance from him. But it 
it'll make it one a lot more difficult to bet on this game if you have no idea who's gonna hurt who else and then who's gonna get kicked out of a game it'll get a little too far there but you're right you shoot 25 percent from three in your golden state and you're winning this game and the one thing the warriors have though with as physical as this game has gotten the Warriors can stretch the floor so much, it's a lot harder to play physical 30 feet from the basket than it is when someone's going in trying to make a layup. So if Golden State shoots 30% from three next game, which is very reasonable, I mean, let's, how often are the Warriors going to shoot 18.4% from three? You Not get them all. back a little bit in a better position where they're hitting some shots from the outside. It's going to be a lot more difficult for Memphis to defend them because as we've seen, that's what the Warriors do well. So I'm not panicking if I'm Golden State just yet. But you have got to be able to get back to your ability to shoot from the outside first and foremost to avoid some of the physicality of this game. I chuckled there because you just mentioned what Draymond said, and he had some things to say after that game. I mean, he always does. It was well in the beginning. I was thinking, okay, he's not going to say anything. Yeah. Okay, what do you have to do to 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 do a better job on Jaw? Defend better. It was like that. And then they started asking about the crowd and how he was acting and giving the middle finger as he was leaving. And he was right what he said. I mean, I'm catching elbows and I'm getting booed. No, no, no. I'm I'm allowed to speak with my actions. It's basically what he said. <laughs> but what he did say is, I'll pay that fine. I'm fine with it. I make $25 million a year. I'll be all right. I'll do an appearance to make up the money. <laughs> that was beautiful. I mean, I that's how Draymond. I would think if I was a player. He put it out I mean, there. That's exactly what players think all the time. Like, I, I can make that money up easy, you know? This is what makes this series so great is Draymond Green is the ultimate heel. He loves being the bad guy. He's all for this. He's flicking off the, the crowd. He's running around like Antonio Brown when he's leaving the sidelines yeah, for yeah. The, the, the Bucks, and he's waving to the fans and telling them to get louder. That's what makes this great. I pray, I pray that this goes seven games. We deserve... As fans of just sports, not even the NBA, just sports fans, to have this series go seven games. I, I think the, the two last night, they should be extended series. Now, the others, I'm not sure about. We'll find out what happens in game number two if, if those split as well. I'm not very yeah. optimistic that that's going to happen. Yeah. But um, th these are going to be long series. There's going to be a lot of storylines. I don't want to see players get ejected every game. I want mm -hmm. everyone available, but the rest got to do what you got to do. You can't allow plays like that. And, and Brooks, he did. I agree with Kerr. He broke the code there. The refs are on notice in this game, right? Like they, they understand what's going on. They can see, they see the tensions that are rising. They know what's being said. They're talking to the league and the league is letting them know, Hey, don't let this get out of hand. And that's the one thing that you yeah. don't want if you're the NBA, right? You don't want this getting out of hand where, like I said, it becomes, becomes a football game more than anything. That's when it becomes unwatchable it's hard to coach games like that and it's just it's a bad look for the nba the nba has had monster monster ratings in the playoffs regular season too really good ratings especially towards the end of the year but the playoff ratings have been monster game they, they want that to continue so i would expect in game three for there to be more fouls called more tightly officiated game maybe some more technicals thrown out there early it's almost mm -hmm. like in a game where a pitcher throws at a batter and there's instantly a warning to each dugout they're yep. getting warned before this game. We're not letting the same thing happen again. We don't want guys getting hurt. We don't want to have to throw people out, but we'll do it if we have to to make sure that game. Because if, if if it gets out of control, there's no reeling that game back in at that point. We're almost there now. We're almost yep. there. It's it's um, close, isn't it? It's really close. Yep. 
Milwaukee-Boston last night, Eastern Conference. So game one, Boston loses, scoring 89. Game two, Milwaukee loses, scoring only 86. 109 to 86. Boston with the easy cover goes way under. Both of these games in this series, not really that all that close. The winner covered by at least, I think it's mm-hmm. 17 points, and the total has flown under by at least 20 points in both of these games. All right, there's the Tatum we were waiting on. There we go. 29 points, eight assists. Jalen Brown was awesome. Brutal with seven turnovers in game one. We didn't see that guy last night. Apparently, he was at the court five hours early, and it showed. The the Cs were ready to go from Jump Street, and it was clear they were going to put the team away, and they did just that. I mean, Giannis, he has his numbers. He's always going to get his 28-9-7, and but overall, Horford did a nice job on him. It was a really bad first half shooting for Giannis. And it's it's clear that, look, the way the Celtics defended Kevin Durant, it's not going to be the same against Giannis. He's more physical. He's more athletic. Like, he's just not the same player. So you're not going to get the same results that you maybe got against Durant. But everybody wanted to talk about the triple-double that Giannis had in game one. But that actually masked the 9 of 25 shooting, one of the worst playoff performances shooting-wise of Giannis's mm-hmm. career. And we saw in the first half of game two, it was even worse. I mean, Giannis looked lost. What was he, 2 for 10, 2 of 12, whatever it was? I mean, he shot the ball horribly in the first half, but he picked it up, obviously, in the second half there. But you're right, man. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum out there, when you have those guys combining for almost 60 points, the Celtics are hard to beat. And this is a group where they people are talking about breaking them up and trading people. No, keep it together. You've got two stars in their primes the Celtics have made it work, and now it's become a series once again. It's interesting, too, because, you know, coming into this game, the Celtics were actually 17-22 and 22 against the spread as a home favorite throughout the entire season. So they may be good straight up. They win games. They were 28-12 and 12 straight up as a home favorite, but they don't cover a lot of times when they're in that scenario, but they did in this game, and, you know, that's going to be what we want. we're going to have to keep an eye on as the series moves to Milwaukee next is – does this continue to be one of those things where one team or the other just gets out there, punches the other team in the mouth, and makes a statement? Or do we start having some closer games like we've had in this Warriors-Grizzlies series? They made 17 more threes. They took 25 more threes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a monster number. Huge. It's- Something to keep in mind. Yeah, 3 of 18 were the Milwaukee Bucks, and 20 for 43 was Boston. I mean that's that's remarkable. Not not only just the volume, making forty seven percent of your three pointers. No a lot different than the war. Yeah, very different. <laughs> so we go favorite under, favorite under in the NBA playoffs last night. You've got BetQL daily and NHL playoffs. We had another four series starting, Nick. And I was just looking at that the series that we had in line last night. Going a lot of heavy favorites. I'm like, you know. One of these dogs is going to come through. I'm not sure which one, and it might provide an opportunity for you to bet the favorite going into game number two or lay the game and a half, and it's the team closest to you that pulled off the big upset. What were they, plus 210? Plus 210 on the money line. We got the Caps taking down Florida, four to two. Uh, So that was certainly notable last night in hockey. And the other one, of course, um, yeah. What was it? Uh, we got triple overtime. Pittsburgh winning. Yep. Great story. Yep. yep. I, what I, you get in Igor, hockey, right? 79 saves for Igor. Take your L. 
<laughs> it's just it's look playoff hockey is a different animal more than anything else like you're still going to get yeah. those blowouts at times obviously in the nba and look i'm an nba junkie you know that but the one thing about playoff hockey is you have those triple overtime games you have those unpredictable games the capitals this is the big thing i said i had my local show before the game last night and i was like the caps uh -huh. have experience they got nine nine guys from that stanley cup winning team still playing florida a lot of pressure on florida plus you know, best record in the uh, NHL usually leads to bad, bad things for them in the playoffs. We've seen it time and time again with the curse. Colorado cruises 7-2. to Pittsburgh wins game one. Washington game one winner. Calgary game one with a 1-0 shutout. And if you continue to fade the Reds on the run line, you're making money, people. We tell you every day, just keep <laughs> on doing it until it starts to lose. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Nick Ashew. Coming up next, I'm going to take a look at the NFL. Um, no, uh, no, I'm sorry. NBA series prices. Yeah, let's do that. We have updated NBA series prices next on the BetQL network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.